Hello, everyone. This is your host, Mel Wallace, and we'd like to welcome you to another episode of Start, Run, Grow. This is where we talk about a range of topics to help entrepreneurs or budding entrepreneurs and startups to set and achieve their entrepreneurial goals. Because we understand that a strong and successful small business will build a strong and successful community. And strong communities builds a strong nation. So let's get started to help you reach the next level of success in your small business. Let's start, run, and grow together. Hey guys, this is Mel Wallace with Start, Run, Grow. I'm glad that you're here today and I want to jump right in to our next episode about financial statements. Now, in our last episode, uh, we talked about financial management, the benefits of financial management. We got into budgeting, bookkeeping. We even talked about financial management software. But in this episode, we want to really get into the weeds a bit when we talk about financial statements and what are the different components of a financial statement. Now, a financial statement, of course, you know, as the name indicates, this is a report. All right. This is a report about your business's financial health and your cash flows. Okay. It's kind of like um, a dashboard. It's like a report card, um, if you will. Right. So it does give you the information about your business, where you stand on a day to day basis. Now, there are three basic financial statements that you want to uh, take in consideration. Number one is a balance sheet. Number two is a cash flow projection. And sometimes this is called a cash flow statement. You probably have heard that term. And the last one is a PL or profit and loss statement. Okay. Um, and this is also at times it's considered a PL statement or an income statement. Now, when we talk about financial statements and 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 we we know we kind of start in order, we talk about the balance sheet, right? Now, as the name indicates the word itself, balance sheet. This is a snapshot of your business at a specific point in time, okay? Now, if you kind of kind of visualize this, right? If you're looking and you're drawing this on a piece of paper or you have this in an Excel spreadsheet, um, you know, on the left side, if you drew a line right down the middle, on the left side of the column would be all of your assets, okay? And, 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 and of course, all of your liabilities and debt would be on the right side of your balance sheet, right? Now, at the end of the day, these totals must all equal, okay? They must all be the same. So your assets and your liabilities and debt must equal each other. So they have to be the same. Now, because we're we're doing this in a podcast, I can't actually show you what I'm what I'm uh, I guess looking at. You'll have to be able to if you have an accountant, if you are using some type of accounting software, this piece of information that I'm sharing with you today, of course, is part of these different software applications and programs. All right. So the next part of your financial statements, or the next uh, section of it rather, is going to be what's called cash flow or cash flow statement, right? Now, as the name again indicates, cash flow um, basically has two meanings, okay? Number one, the first meaning of that is the balance of cash received less the amount of cash paid out over time, okay? I'm going to say that again. The balance of cash received less the amount of cash paid out over time, all right? 
And the other kind of definition of cash flow really is moving cash in and out of the business. This doesn't matter if you are a Fortune 500 company or you are a side hustle, um, you know, or someone that's working in the gig economy. This principle or these principles stay true. Okay. When we talk about cash flow. Now, as far as a statement, that kind of shows this back and forth, right? Money coming in, money going out of the business is what you would call a cash flow projection. Now, this is a financial statement that uses assumptions to forecast, right? Where you will be at some point in the future. Now, a company's cash flow, of course, uh, both, as we already said, that comes in and money that goes out, um, future cash flow during a specific period of time. So it allows you to forecast, as we've already said. And then the last part of this, when we talk about cash flow projections, this projects whether cash receipts, this is considered inflows, will be sufficient to cover your uh, projected cash disbursements, your outflows. Let me put this in regular terms, okay? Your cash flow projection document um, or forecast basically tells you if you have enough money to cover your bills at some point in the future. Okay. We do the same thing in our personal finances. This is the same principle that applies to our business finances. All right. So let's talk about cash flow projections. Okay. So here's a question. How can a cash flow projection help me in my small business? And when do I need one? Okay. This is a rhetorical question, right? couple of ideas behind this and the rationale of why you need this. Number one, this allows you to set sales and expense goals for your business. All right. This also helps you to determine your break even point. Okay. And if your business is one that requires equipment um, or you are considering expanding, maybe you want to bring on a, a, an additional employee, right? A cash flow projection a statement allows you to plan for these type purchases, equipment purchases um, or replacement purchases of equipment. Or as I said, it helps you to forecast when it makes the most sense to expand and other expenses as well. All right. And this also determines cash needed to purchase inventory, you know, for, for example, seasonal cycles. You know, if you're in the retail business, we all know that uh, in this industry, uh, products are sold kind of in seasons, right? If you're selling clothes, for example, if you're selling menswear, obviously in the wintertime, you're not going to sell short sleeve shirts. You're going to try to sell sweaters that are more um, um, in line with the season. And of course, conversely, in the summertime, you're not trying to, you know, to sell wool sweaters then. You're trying to sell short sleeve shirts because that is what your customers want. And that's more of a seasonal product. Now, when we continue to kind of this conversation uh, of, of why do I need, you know, a, a cash flow projection and how does this help me in my business? Well, kind of the technical explanation of this is that it does help you to track liquidity, right? This is when you're kind of you're from a technical standpoint, your accrual accounting, okay, mask your cash realities. Let me say this again. When you track liquidity, this is when your accrual accounting covers up or hides your cash realities. In other words, it looks like you have more cash in your hand just because you see a number in the bank um, than you actually do because you have to take that cash and pay for uh, outgo or expenses or some type of cost in the future, right? But this also, cash flow projection also helps you to determine the need for financing. 
Now, listen, let me just pause for a second. I know a lot of us are small businesses or even micro businesses. Hey, let's take it a step further. Maybe you're a side hustle right now. And when we talk about financing and everything we read, it tells us that we're supposed to stay out of debt. We shouldn't take on more debt. And that's true. But even in business, if you're planning to grow, if you're planning to add another uh, employee, or maybe you want to buy another piece of equipment, maybe you want to expand at another location, sometimes you will have to obtain financing. Now, on our next episode, stay tuned because we're going to get into uh, best practices for financial loans or obtaining loans. Uh, and, and we'll get into that kind of uh, in, in a lot of detail, right? And the last point of cash flow projections and why you need this as a small business, what this really does, ultimately, it shows the lenders. When you talk about financing, it shows the lenders your ability to plan and repay, right, for the loan, okay, or for financing, okay? And of course, uh, when you go to apply for a loan, and again, we'll get into that in our next episode, they're going to ask you for your cash flow projections. All right. Now, again, because we're, we're saying this on a podcast, and you can't see this visually. I'm trying to be as descriptive as I possibly can to help you see this. And again, if you're using some type of software um, application, I would strongly, strongly suggest that you do. It makes your life so much simpler, uh, particularly as a small business or micro business, right? So from a cash flow uh, projection uh, sample if, or document, rather, um, the first section or the heading uh, of your uh, statement is going to be the sources of cash, okay? The next section, and we're going to get into this, um, is going to be the operating use of cash, and the section that follows behind that is going to be your non-operating use of cash. Now I'm explaining what all these different these different sections in your cash flow projection statement means. Okay, so if you are are, are looking right to, for example, increase your cash flow. Let's just think about this for a second, right? You're reviewing your cash flow projection and you're looking to increase your cash flow. What are some of the options that you can you can deploy, right, to do that? How do you increase um, your revenues or your cash flow into your business? Now you may want to write these down. These are these are uh, practical um, explanations of how you can increase your cash flow, i.e., revenue in your business. Number one is to increase the number of items sold. Duh, right? Okay, or increase the price of your items that are being sold now. Um, you can reduce expenses. That's number three. Okay, you can change the timing of expenses, and I'm going to explain that in a second. You can save money to have sufficient opening cash to get through kind of your startup period, right? And of course, you can obtain sources of cash other than sales. In other words, you can obtain a line of credit from you know your local bank or credit union. This is another way you can um, uh, use your cash flow statement. This information can be listed on your cash flow statement. Um, you can reduce or change timing of your owner's pay or owner's draw. Okay, this helps you to keep cash uh, your cash flow positive in your business. You can buy inventory from a vendor. All right at a much lower price. In other words, if you're buying products to resell to your customer, maybe you can find another vendor that offers the same product or similar product at a lower price. Therefore, you are spending less to obtain the merchandise, all right? Or here's another one. 
uh, you can obtain credit from your vendor. In other words, instead of it being a cash uh, receipt type of transaction, maybe the, the, the vendor gives you 30, 45, 90 days to pay them back. That allows you to get inventory in, you can sell it, you can create cash flow, and then you can pay your vendor in sometime in the future, which is part of your projection. All right. And of course, you want to establish a policy to get paid sooner by your customers. By doing that, uh, this helps you to increase the cash flow in your business. All right, we're on the home stretch here. So we're still talking about financial statements. And the last one we want to cover today in this episode is your P&L, your profit and loss statement. Now, a profit and loss statement, of course, measures revenues and expenses over a period of time. This also tracks profitability. And this is whether the business is actually making a profit on what it sells. Please put an asterisk by this statement, right? Tracks profitability. Listen, folks, I work with a lot of small business, a lot of micro business, even folks that are side hustlers, if you will, if that's even a word now, right? I always ask them the question, are you profitable in your business? I see you're, you're busy. You're, you have activity. You know, you're booking gigs or you're selling your products and services to the public, right? But are you profitable. And that's the reason, hopefully, the reason that you're in business is to make a profit. All right. So as we keep talking about profit and loss statements, your P&L statement or your income statement, this also shows how successfully the buying and selling process, okay, of your company, of your business, of your side hustle is being managed by you. All right. This measures your ability uh, of your business to even grow and to repay the debt that you owe, right? And and of course, it also tells you whether or not your business can support you, okay, financially, all right? And, and, and again, I think a lot of times, you know, small business owners, sometimes the first person we pay is ourselves. And I know that's kind of, you know, the, the, the common knowledge or common thing that we, we always hear. But the reality is you have to pay your bills first, before you as the owner of the company take money out of the business, all right? Please listen to this. Your P&L statement is the most important report from your accounting software program that you will be able to obtain, okay? Your P&L, this is truly what you want to be able to look at, um, I would almost say on, on a daily but weekly basis, okay? So the basic formula, if you want to look at it from a formula standpoint, you know, what's the formula for a P&L statement, okay? So you have your sales, all right? You subtract out the cost of goods sold, right? And this equals your profit, okay? Sales, this is what you're selling, right? You subtract out how much does it cost you to buy the product? How much does it cost you to manufacture um, the product? Or what does it cost you to uh, get the goods that you're selling, right, to your customers? And then you subtract those two. And that the difference of that or the delta of that is your gross profit. Okay. Now from that, you subtract out your overhead cost. Okay. If you have office space, if you're, you know, whatever it costs you to operate your business on a day-to-day, month-to-month, year-to-year basis, you subtract that out of your gross profit. And that gives you your, what? Your net profit. Okay. Gives you your net profit. Okay. Again, the basic formula for a P&L statement, profit and loss statement is, Right. Sales minus cost of goods equals profit minus your overhead equals net profit. All right. 
So what is the basic formula for a formula for a profit and loss statement? Number one, net profit pays for the owner's draw. This is where the owner should take his money, not in the gross profit, but in the net profit. It also pays for you any future expansion and equipment purchases that you're considering in the future. This also, from a net profit, is where you uh, take or pay your principal loan repayments. And this is even where you pay your income taxes from the net profits of the company. Now, here's a million dollar question. So how do I compile a P&L statement? Here's the answer. It is easy peasy, right? Easy as pie if you have a business accounting software. That's right. So folks, let's recap today. In today's episode, we've covered financial statements. We've talked about balance sheets. We've talked about cash flow and cash flow projections. We got into just a second ago, profit and loss statements or your P&L statement or income statement. There's sometimes those names that are interchangeable. Now, to give you a heads up for our next episode, in our next episode, we're going to dig into business financing best practices. Make sure you tune in to get tidbits of information there that I think could be beneficial for you if you're considering some type of financial option uh, to obtain money to run or to operate or to expand or to buy products and services for your business. So again, we want to thank you for joining us for another Start and Run and Grow Smart Brief. Please check us out on our website at startrungrowpodcast.com or drop us a line at info at startrungrowpodcast.com. Whichever platform you're listening to us on, please subscribe to our podcast. And we appreciate every time you listen to our podcast. We sincerely do. So until next time, always keep moving forward. We want to say thanks to our sponsors, Exilium Community Development Corporation. But most importantly, we want to say thank you to you, our listener. We appreciate you hanging out with us today. And remember, this is the place where we can talk about the most relevant terms as it relates to small and micro businesses. But we also want to share information, gain information, and inspire each other. Please visit our website at startrungrowpodcast.com to subscribe. SRG family, remember, your current situation does not determine your future success. Again, I'm your host, Mel Wallace. And we can't wait to strategize with you next time. Until then, thanks.